Hey y'all, welcome back, back to Small Brains Big Picks, season three, officially, unofficially, um, uh, the relaunch it of three our... three or four? It could be four. I Should think it's four. Should I do a different voice for the season? Should I not get a really high voice this season? I like that. Let's see you hold that all season. Okay. Um, so season four of Small Brains Big Picks... Um, over the last few years, we've my brother and I, Andrew, have been sitting That's down me. and talking about uh, our small brains and the thoughts that come out of them, but trying to step back, lean back, take a sip of bourbon, look out the windows of our Detroit homes, and, and think about the big picture of various different things, often related to sports or culture, society, things going on in the world. What um, have you? What have you? And so we're trying to... Uh, as things go, take a different uh, take at it and try something a little different and, and see how we can think about issues in a way that is concise and also um, allows us to do it every week in our busy schedules. And so we're trying, um, we're trying our best. Um, with that, we're going to get into it. But I'm Evan. Um, I'm an educator in the city of Detroit. Um, I'm also an avid men's league basketball player and uh below average visual artist and uh andrew um i am andrew uh i am a director for broadcast and narrative movie making i reside in detroit as well and i am below average at also visual art um probably even farther below average than evan great watercolors though Yes. Uh, and you are? Oh. Well, I'm the producer, but I'm taking I'm taking a seat this time in this season of Small Veins. Yes. Pull up a third chair. <laughs> yeah. Roll up um, chair. I am Teresa. I am not related to Andrew by blood, but by marriage. <laughs> it, it's true. We have another podcast, don't we? Yeah, I I think we uh we have a podcast about like film and stuff because that's what we do. So it's famous called last Famous Last Words. words. <laughs> yep, we're we're at the quarter half century mark on that bad boy in terms yep. of episodes. I'm good at the visual arts that involve filmmaking. You are. You're good at those too, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm also a marketer for. Uh, Major American Orchestra. Ooh. Whoa. Cryptic. <laughs> that is, yeah. Detroit Symphony Orchestra. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Um, <clears throat> here we are. I, think, I feel like our energy is like a little bit like, Neil. needs to be Neil. Uh-huh. My energy is on 10. Uh, uh, this is 10 for you? 10. <laughs> well, it's 10, but you can't see it yet. 10 uh, below zero. 10 below zero. It's cold out here. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me quote this recent article in the New York Times. Great segue, Evan. Um... <laughs> Someone said, instead of my glasses being fogged up, they actually froze, said Mary Welford, 62, a lawyer from Manchester, Vermont, calling a short walk from her cabin to the dining hall. Wise <laughs> words from the, the people, the heartland of America, if you will. Yeah, right. yeah. The coastal heartland. The coastal heartland. The only landlocked state in New England. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's Where are they skiing in Vermont? Craftsbury. Mm. A great a great intro to our podcast. Um, so <laughs> with that great quote, uh, the way that we're gonna dive into things is we decided like we we all go about our day uh, in different spaces, doing different things, thinking about different things. We're on the internet, we're in real life, um, and we have different thoughts about different things. Um, so each of us are gonna take a turn to kind of just share what's on our mind. 
um, and things that we've been thinking a lot about or pondering or debating. Um, We're not each going to take a turn. Two of us each episode, but you know, <laughs> over time, each of us taking a turn. Um, and so, Andrew, I believe you're going to launch us with what's something you've been thinking about recently. I am. Okay, so here we go. I am going to discuss the uh, phenomenon motion picture, Avatar 2, The Way of Water. For those who have not seen it, including me and Evan. And me, yeah. Yes, so <laughs> this movie continues to be at the top of the box office weeks, week after week. It, if you had not seen um, Avatar 1, need not worry. I will recap for you. Have you seen Pocahontas? Yes. Are you familiar with uh, colonialism? Yes. <laughs> okay. There you go. You're so all in, set. So in the first movie, we, fo- we follow Jake Sully, a Marine from Brooklyn, though his accent comes and goes. And he is transformed by the miracle of Ethernet cables into a blue person called the Navi. And... The humans are on this low planet, and they are are looking for a spicy rock a called spicy meatball. <laughs> a spicy meatball called unattainium. You know, bad guys are is really it, is that mineral easy to attain? No, it's unattainable. <laughs> um, <laughs> Could have guessed. Oh no, sorry, it's unattainium. Um, and so the first movie ends with the the um, the over jingoistic Americans being vanquished, but. Jake Sully has lost his handicapped, shitty American body and now is a blue person. Wow. That was 13 years ago. In the last 13 years, uh, we have moved forward in time. And the movie <laughs> moves forward in real time to the present day on this planet of Pandora. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. Premium or the regular with the ads? It, 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 it has ads. Okay. Um, and... Since we last checked in with our, our, our lovely band of uh, Native Americans, I mean Navi, um, they have... Zivon has something hey, to say about this plot description. Zivon, chill, brother. So, so I'm going to push through here. Um, Just keep going. I'm gonna, okay, so Z... <laughs> Evan's okay, exiting, okay, all right, all right. exiting the room. Keep going. Evan has left the, 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 the party. Um... And picked Zivon up. Okay. So, in the intervening years, they have basically... The Navi lost... The Navi that we come to know and love are tree people. And this is important to the podcast. They are tree people and their big mother tree, which is, as you might think, a giant tree, has was cut down in the first movie. And so, they are basically living kind of like guerrilla warfare. They are semi-fighting the humans who, in the opening sequence, have returned. And as uh, they are wont to do, they have returned with more firepower and are now, instead of being led by Stephen Lang, who dies, spoiler, at the end of the first movie, they're being led by Edie Falco. Spoiler Edie... dies. You can't say dies, spoiler. <laughs> it's what I chose to do. So I mean, this movie was 13 years ago. It was 13 it's years ago, okay? <laughs> okay. So they're now being led by Edie Falco who thought this movie came out years ago and bombed. She forgot she was in this movie when it came out. But anyway, she's now leading the humans. And there are little hints dropped because guess what? There's going to be three more Avatar movies and they're all planned out. All 13 years apart? No, they're coming out every year from now on. Uh. Um, if, as long as they make at least part of their budget back. Um, the next two have been greenlit. So... He, 
the humans are back after un, I think like six years, seven years, and they are led by Edie Falco, and they are here to reclaim Pandora. Seemingly, if you're using the premium, first, Pandora. Pandora Premium, <laughs> okay. they're, no they're here to uh, no ads. Um, take care of uh, to get more on Atanium, or are they there for vengeance? It's not quite clear, but they're back, and they can now because oh, this is another thing. Earth is dying. But that was okay. like one line of dialogue. I don't know how deep these movies are. Climate I, change? Yes. Because um, well, this movie's short. This movie is not short. <laughs> uh, this movie is three hours long. Oh, um, okay. I budgeted to go pee twice during this Naturally, movie and only yeah. had to go once. So uh, uh, that was a major win for the uh, Andrew Aldens. Um, so, I, so the humans are back and they are now being fought guerrilla wars fair style by the Navi who are now kind of like being led by Sam Worthington's character, the Jake Sully, who is the leader of the resistance. And they are fighting kind of colonization by um, the humans who can build a city in like eight days or something. Wait, okay. humans can build a city in eight days? They have robots. Ah, oh, got it. Oh, colonizer becomes white, mm. white savior. And Right, exactly. Plus nice. Yeah, that's where it seems to be headed. Um if the plot is is as deep as I think it is, which is a sheet of paper, um, so what? So basically, uh, to bring back a lot of the number of the villains from the first movie, they can now grow Navi. The humans can, so they can grow the the, the indigenous species, and they can they have off screen in the first movie they uploaded the memories of all of the bad guys into this computer, and now they have infinite. Bad guys. Who are the bad wow. guys? The bad guys are Marines from the first. It's basically oh, one well, Marine. Well. It's Stephen Lang's character. Okay. As seen in uh, Don't Breathe and um, other and uh, Avatar yes, One. Yes. He <laughs> dies at the end of Avatar One, and so Stephen Lang. It looks like a Navi, except they're all wearing uh, like like fatigues and wraparound sunglasses, <laughs> and they're like yes, they are. yes. They're all from and Ohio. Like, they're all from Ohio, and where were they on January sixth? Is what I want to know. <laughs> Um, so they are they going to, that's their, that's their alibi. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, I was on Pandora premium. Um, <laughs> so they are hunting Jake Sully and Jake Sully decides, and here's where the way of water comes into it. I know you're all on the edge of your seats. The way of the water comes into this movie because Jake Sully's like, Oh, Stephen Lang is hunting me. And they also have a white boy, Jake Sully. Our hero. Same Sully from Monsters, Inc., yes or no? <laughs> They're blue, but less hairy. They're smoother. Um, I think that's a sub... A su- that's that's a spinoff. That's the spinoff we didn't know we needed. Okay. Um, and so they have a white boy who's been living with them and they're like, we don't know where he came from, blah, blah, blah. Oh, by the way, there's like a Jesus metaphor. Sigourney Weaver's kind of Jesus. She's like a, a Navi that they grew. She's that- been Jesus. Yeah, she's with them. So... And they're like, early on in this movie, I know I'm, I'm kind of messing up the plot, but early on in this movie, they're all in the V language, which is a made-up language by James Cameron and crew. And so they speak in their Navi language, which I have no idea what it sounds like because I forgot. But they're like, he's just like, he has lots of voiceover. Jake Sully has lots of voiceover at the beginning of this movie to catch us up. And he goes, yeah, my ears can't hear it, but now they can. And then all the, all the kids are now speaking in English, including their daughter, Kate Winslet. Uh, Zoe, she's one of the kids in this oh, movie. Shit. No, she's never. Right. She's one of the water people. 
Okay. Anyway, so but the kids all speak with different accents. So there's the one kid that speaks in like stereotypical African accent, like stereotypical movie accent, sure. uh, African accent, and then one of them speaks like he's from like Chicago, and then the other one speaks like Sigourney Weaver because Sigourney Weaver is one of his children. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got and they have this little white boy that was left by the colonizers in the first movie, and they call him Spider, and he wears a loincloth throughout this movie, and is, just imagine Tarzan in your mind. Got it. But baby I Tarzan. Already got it. Yeah, yeah. But they all are like, bro, dude, sick. Like, that's basically how they speak throughout this so entire movie. They're, they're, they're surfers. They're surfers. And, they and the kid looks like a mini surfer. Okay. This movie sounds awful. It is kind of bad. Okay. You so, Way of the Water. No, I have not. Okay. okay way well, of the Water. I'm, I'm going to speed this up water. for you. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, they had to leave the tree people. Jake Sully and his family with Zoe Saldana and their uh, like very multiracial kids on their surfboards. They had to leave, so they get on their dragons. Yeah, dude. They get dragons. on their dragons or whatever sure. the fuck they're called, and they fly for a montage that makes them fly across the planet to live with the water people. And the water people are not like the tree people because they their bodies have adapted to living in the water, so they have much bigger forearms and okay. they can hold their breath for like a long time. Got it, got it. So they're living with the water people to like kind of disappear into the, you know, the culture. And so Stephen Lang, who is now the bad guy, is now going to hunt them. And he hunts them by capturing Spider. Who Spider, spoiler again, as deep as a piece of paper, happens to be the son of the bad guy from the first movie that died that its consciousness has been uploaded to this alien. I know, a tale is all this time. Got it, got it, got it. So they have a fun blast. So he was a Marine and he brought his kid on his Marine he expedition? He had the kid on Pandora, but, but as, the lines, as the really brilliantly written line in the movie says, you can't put babies in the cryosleep, dipshit. <laughs> did, did he, so did he have sex with the, the natives? So he, no, no, no. This kid is a kid. This kid is a human kid. But Spider how, is a human how'd kid. How did he have a kid? Uh, okay, never mind. Off Let me screen not in the first deep. movie, he was banging someone. Okay, okay, got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you. Yeah, yeah. Unless Undisclosed we... person who had the kid. Okay, so we're living with the water people, and they're giving all of our tree people all sorts of shit. They're like, they can't do water shit. They're they can only with... do tree shit. They can only right. do tree shit. And who gives a fuck about tree shit? <laughs> right, right, right. And right. meanwhile... Water rules, yeah, man. Yeah, and there's a whole, like, Degrassi, like, straight from Degrassi, where, like, the water kids are hazing the tree kids Got and the it. tree kids are like we well, don't want to fight with them and then they start fighting and then they all learn how to get along blah 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 i like how your school reference is a canadian angsty show <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 take care yeah yeah drake could have been in this movie for all i know um and so meanwhile Stephen lane the bad guy and spider are like going along the journey of the first movie they're learning how to ride the dragons they're learning right. how to do all sorts of shit and Spider is begrudgingly like, you're not my dad because you're a clone, but I kind of love you like a dad. Got it. Got it. Naturally. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're trying to put in the subplot where Sigourney Weaver can talk to the entire planet at once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. She can speak <laughs> to the whole planet. Wow. Oh, we have a film review of, uh, about everything, everywhere, all at once. It's true. On Famous Last Words. Wow. So Go check it out. As you can imagine. So... We get to a sequence where Stephen Lang figures out he must be with the water Navi because they've like I don't know they've been going through trying to find them, and here's what happens. They end up with Stephen Lang and his band of of evil Navi end up with the Whalers and fuck Unatanium because they realize Unatanium is a terrible name. They end up with these whaling people who hunt like the, Bob Marley and the Whalers. No, no, no. 
Bob like, Marley's dead. Oh. Like, like it's Moby, just the whalers. Like like Moby Dick. Like like Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, like whales. Like like, like Ebenezer Scrooge and the whalers. Yes. Like people who hunt whales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay. Captain Ahab and Ebenezer Scrooge and the whales. Got it. Got it. Got it. And they are led by some Australian guy. They're all Australian because Australians like to hunt whales, as we know, living in a continent that's mostly sand. Um, and they are joined by um, uh, uh, Jerome. From Jermaine, Jermaine from Fly the Concords, oh. and he is in this movie. Love him. Yeah, yeah this yep. movie just went doesn't up seem notch. like he would be in this movie, but love that <laughs> he's got to live too. He's got to write a multi-million dollar acting check too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they join up with them because they know the water people, and mm-hmm. they are like, "Yeah, we hunt the whales. They're big, stupid beasts." La 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 la. Sure. Um, yeah, I know. And but the, what the humans are now after is they are no longer give a shit about unatanium. They can hunt whale brain juice. Which you kill this giant whale, and they sacrifice it all because you know they're colonialists and they don't understand the ways of like the water, hence the title. The ways of the water, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they extract the like thimble of brain juice, and they're like, this costs like I don't know twenty million dollars, and this is supposedly in the distant future. Who knows why we're using dollars to measure this? But I think they should have used how much it worth to unatanium, but that's just me. So yeah. they get the unatanium, they get the brain juice out of the whale. And this pisses the water people off. The water people will have none of this killing of the thing. And so the water people are like, we're going to go kill the whalers. Guerrilla warfare ensues again. So, but they have found... So, meanwhile, the whaling people, the whaling... the Bob Marley and the whalers, Jermaine sure. Clement and the whalers, <laughs> are... are wow, we need this. I like it. Are going, are going village to village Vietnam style, basically trying to ferret out Jake Sully. So this all culminates in a raiding of the of the ship, in which they're gonna attack the whaling ship. On what scale? Like on, one, all the, one all to the, ten? Raiding? No raiding. Raiding with raiding a D. With a oh D. my raiding. goodness! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. got it. <laughs> that ship's a four. <laughs> hey man, it can barely hold water. And so one of Jake Sully's kids has communed with a whale, and interestingly enough, <laughs> do you mean by commune do you mean on sex? I'm, I'm getting there. So in the first Avatar movie, <laughs> Zoe Saldana and Sam Worthington had had Avatar sex by connecting their USB sticks. <laughs> I thought they were Ethernet cords. Whatever. <laughs> they, they connected their Ethernet ports. They uh, were able to commune by plugging into each other, right? Yeah. You remember this? Yeah. It made us all feel weird then. Um, if you were to go and stream Avatar right now, they have taken the, the Ethernet sex scene out of the movie. <gasps> Why? Because one of Sam Worthington's kids plugs in with a whale whoa and like communes with it in a deeply spiritual level and the whales are super intelligent beings as we all know so they want it to feel like it's not sex anymore they want they can't be sex anymore because it's a whale because a couple scenes later baby sigourney weaver plugs into the planet okay so this is like a huge filmmaking the whole planet sigourney weaver fucked the whole sigourney weaver's a fucking g (laughs) sigourney weaver fucked pandora premium Yo, this is the most feminist movie of all time. (laughs) Sigourney Weaver fucked the whole planet. I was going to say this is a filmmaking fail, but go on. Okay, so fight sequence happens. All of a sudden, all the water people are like, we don't give a fuck about this anymore. And they disappear. Like, you don't see them anymore at one point. The water people are gone. and the whalers? No, the the main whaler, who's like this very bad guy because he's very bad, um, they have him like cut in half uh, by a cable. Um, oh, and an Ger- Ethernet cable? Uh, no. 
by a whaling cable. Oh, sorry. Because one of the rogue, there's a rogue whale that the kid has had sex with, and the rogue whale jumps on the whaling ship because the whales are pacifists. They're too intelligent. Naturally. They're too intelligent to fight, so one of them is a pacifist. But this one whale is just like, ah, and, and fights the ship. And so he sits on the ship, and the ship is starting to sink. Meanwhile, they're like, oh, Spider, you're here too. Maybe you led the bad guys straight to us, but also oh. like... So a fight sequence happens. Spider is 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 put to the test between his cloned a tale as old as time. Your his clone dead. Your clone blue father is is gonna die. Bluetooth dead. Bluetooth dead. Or your adopted <laughs> family, also Bluetooth, are going to also die, and you have to choose. And he chooses. Spoiler. His Bluetooth clone adopted dad. family. His Bluetooth. No, he chooses clone his dad. dad. Clone dad. Wow. Ooh, nice. And so this clone will make dad a lives. Sequel. Clone dad lives to fight another day. Wow. And so the way of the water. And did people die? One, the oldest son dies. So the oldest son of Jake Sully dies. Who is like, yeah, bro. And his younger brother, who is like the the like the African like the little like, turtle woogity, like the little woogity. turtles in Finding Nemo kind of. Yeah, except most except all but one. Just one dies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the way of the water ends with they have triumph over the bad guys. The main bad guys left. They have mercilessly <clears throat> killed all the all, a lot of humans. A lot of humans die in this movie. And the whales sat on the boat. And uh, we don't know what's coming next. But here's my prediction of where the it's going to go. They are going. The next one is called the Superior Seed or something. Avatar three. <laughs> nice. <That's> superior. <laughs> The, the, the superior, superior seed. This is hard to say. Yeah. Or it, but here's essentially what's going to happen is if I think they're if they're growing avatars on planet Earth, they're going to leave Pandora Premium and go to Earth, and Earth is going to be colonized Spotify. by <laughs> by Spotify, <laughs> Apple Music. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So I think that's where we're going to go. Isn't Earth an, uh, like a wasteland? It is a wasteland, but I think that the Navi are going to. They're, they're, they're going to they're try use to, their tree James power. Cameron has said the way of water. James Cameron has has said that there are bad Navi, and that's teasing them. So I think movie three is going to be its own adventure with bad Navi, independent of the storyline in the first and the second movie. And you said four. bad movie. Bad oh bad Navi. <laughs> oh oh, oh okay. yeah, that's a bad movie, which is the way one of their children speaks. Um, so that's uh, Avatar two, the way of the water. Wow, I feel uh, like I'm I've not going to rate it. it. Because that's not what we do on this podcast. I but. feel like I haven't seen it because it's so convoluted and complex that I have no clue really what happens I other like... than the pan- the the metaphors helped me. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I understand Pandora Premium. Did you, did you see the first one? I saw the first one. You saw yeah. the second one. Thirteen years ago. Okay, you saw the second one. <laughs> okay, word, word. Just add some water and you're done. Yeah, yeah. Um, so trees, it's water. So that's been really stuck <laughs> on your mind recently. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Because okay, I don't know um, if I hate it or I like it. I hate it because it's it's dumb. It's just bad. <laughs> I hate it because it's bad, but I hate it because it's dumb and bad. But I like it because I like that James Cameron like is committed to this, like yeah. the way very few people are committed. I to don't. Their art. Is the technology cool? It is. They made them free dive and act underwater needlessly, but they all free dived and like I guess Sigourney Weaver can hold her breath underwater for like eight minutes now. Wow. Isn't she kind of old? She's like 77. Damn. Shout out Sigourney, man. She's fucking if, the world. If we can she say one thing, Sigourney Weaver f- <laughs> fucked the entire planet. Sigourney Weaver fucks. 
Yeah, Sigourney Weaver fucks. Title of the episode. <laughs> well, that has that's uh, that's me on wow. Avatar too. Wow. Um, so thank you. Sorry yeah. that was a little long winded, but I Andrew, had to get it all out. I mean, it's a three hour movie. I don't know how you could have done it shorter. So yeah. thanks for sharing, Andrew. You're yeah. welcome. Thank you for having me. Um, what game are we gonna play now, Evan? Um, so we're gonna draft today. We're doing a draft. You guys have been given about fifteen minutes notice. Um, yeah. But we're drafting on the ways to say goodbye at a social engagement. Um, so okay. um, we will be going to snake draft. Who goes, snake first? draft. Who goes first? I'm going to go first because I'm not presenting a topic today. I'm not sharing what's on my mind today. Okay. Um, my brain will remain small and not share. Um, <laughs> but yeah, again, sharing ways to say goodbye at a social engagement. Now I'm going to take us off with the first round pick that I think is is not one that you guys would pick, I'm guessing, but is, I think, undefeated and difficult. I don't always do it, but I think it is undefeated. Mm-hmm. Saying goodbye to every single person at the party. That when you leave a social engagement, you say wow. goodbye to every person there. Great to see you. Bye-bye. Take care. Hope your cousin's good. See you at the birthday party. Your hair looks great. Didn't get to talk to you, but see you next time. Bye-bye. Take care. Love you. See you on the way out the door. It's a 20-minute process, but it feels good. You feel like a person who cares about people. And I think it's the best way to say goodbye. Yeah, no, I never do that. Okay, what's your first round draft pick, Teresa? Um, well, this is like... I think I misunderstood the assignment. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, in response to Evan, I don't say goodbye to every single person. It's more like a quick a quick wave at each to the room. group, each table, the mm-hmm. room. Bye guys. Okay. Had so much fun. See ya. That that's that's my thing. You guys are going to tell me your literal phrase for saying goodbye. Uh no, I had like my excuse. Got it. To got leave. it. That works too. Well, I don't know. So, we could go with the quick wave, that could be my. No, stick with your guns. Okay. Stick with well, your guns. The one, the one that I use to leave a social engagement is I say, I need to go pick up my dog at doggy take daycare. I gotta get out of here by eight. Nice one. Excellent. It's really great Time for like tested. work events and things that you like kind of want to be at, but you want to get out early. Who's gonna argue with you? Nobody. They can't. I mean, it's true. It is Time true. Tested. I gotta get my dog. Yeah. But I just like. Didn't plan well enough. <laughs> See, I mis- I misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> what is yours? Which makes it even better. So my way of, of leaving a social <laughs> a social engagement is putting metal in the. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did not misunderstand. This is phenomenal. <laughs> putting metal in the microwave. <laughs> And then, so I'm just thinking, like, you need to leave. And <laughs> you're, just, you gotta go. you're, you're, you're not the only one leaving. We all leave. <laughs> so we're now. Peace. So it's like you take a little ball to fill, pop it in the microwave, set it for popcorn, and then you're like, oh, what's going on? We need to go. <laughs> fire, fire. So 10 out of 10. A great, a great first pick. I can't yeah, lie to you. That is right. It's a great first pick. All right. So we're going snake, so it's back to okay, you. Andrew. Right. So. And then we talked about it a little bit more, um, and I'm going to use a, a, a Reed Sawyer tried and true. He's used it 4.30 p.m. 
He's used it. Reed beat our youngest brother. The other brother. He's used it as early as 4.30 p.m., which is, I'm tired. <laughs> so, I'm using I'm tired as the way to go social engagement. I like it. At any point, afternoon, morning, brunch, baby shower, I'm tired, mm-hmm. and you're out. Yep. Here's Teresa. one. Here's one that uh, may or may not have happened to me several times in college is the I accidentally injured myself and might need to be taken to the hospital leave. That's a good one. That one's risky. That one's risky. You can't, you can't use that one for every no, social engagement. No, or you when, get a reputation. Just when you're being a drunk idiot. This is well, why I said my college years. Which takes, which takes me to a great one. So uh, end of the second round. Um, mine that I had a track record mostly back in college of is the Irish goodbye, the leave, tell nobody, and then immediately get lost on your way home. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, that's oh, a yeah. classic. The, the be, live, a, live two blocks from the party, but leave, tell nobody, leave on foot, walk in the opposite direction of your home, and f- discover that 35 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I like that's, that one. That's a great way to say goodbye. That is a good way. Yeah. So coming back to me, last mm. round. Last round. Final round. Um, mm. Hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna double double up on one because it's kind of the same thing. The fake phone call and the fake smoker. So oh. either I gotta take a smoke who who's got a cigarette, and I don't smoke, or the. Oh my God! Really? No. This is Teresa's. Though. Not her. What you? Are you serious? And walk outside and. Oh my God. Uh, Yes, I, I hear call. you. Walk outside. And do you do it with out. your hand like that? With, no, you, I would use the phone. Oh, not your use, fingers? I have a not real phone. Yeah, it's upside, upside down, down right now, but I would use the phone and I would use it right side up in this situation. That, very convincing. That's a, that's a pro tip. Yeah. You have to have the, the phone right side up. The fake cigarette makes me think of when we were in Spain. Uh, at the Cal- Don't out us. You can't say this. Oh, I'm saying it. The Calia Film Festival where like we are vegetarians along with Oshin Stack our friend and uh namesake of the stack method of rating movies yeah Yeah. (laughs) uh we're all vegetarian and the after party for the film festival was very meat based and we were literally starving well we were just hungry and oshin snuck out and got us vegetarian wraps from like a street vendor nearby and brought them back in his leather jacket and put the jacket over me and my excuse to leave i was like oh i have to go take a smoke break and then our Phenomenal. friends who are with us, Isaiah and Camille, were like, you don't smoke. And I was like, oh, I just, I just got to go outside. And I went outside and s- smashed some veggie wraps. Ten out of ten. <laughs> so. I mean, you do smoke. You just, the, the, the wrap is here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You got, you got to blow out that onion breath. So smoke break, also good for eating Lovely. wraps when you're hungry and at a, a very meat-based restaurant. Well, Last take, pick of the draft. I'll, I'll take us home. Again, oh, no, I didn't. Oh, that oh wasn't my you know, that was just a... Oh, that was just a oh, comment. Oh, oh, what's I'm your sorry. Pick? What's your pick? Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. That was a comment. This is not I'll my pick. I'll be surprised if you have my... My pick... This is one that I aspire to do, but I've never done. It's uh, smash a glass and yell huzzah while leaving. <laughs> huzzah! <laughs> huzzah. <laughs> There you I go. I, I, I want that for you, Teresa. I want that one, It needs too. to be the right event, but yeah. I want that for you. Yeah. Reed's wedding. New Year's. <laughs> Reed's wedding. Wow. Can we all do it at Reed's wedding? 
We're leaving now, Reed. Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> I'm tired. Um, okay, so here we go. My final pick again, not fully understanding the assignment. I said, uh, saying, I left my oven on and walking out. <laughs> you did understand the assignment. Yeah, that, that's okay, valid. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, I thought, you know, I, for some reason. Can I get a dramatic reenactment? That wasn't really, uh, you were in the moment. Hey, Andrew, how you going? Uh, what do you think about that movie? Uh, let's have some more small Avatar talk. Avatar 2? Do you want, to, you want to hear me? Let's have some more small <laughs> I talk. I can recount the plot to Avatar 2. Anyway. Oh, I left my oven on. <laughs> Bye. That's how you would say it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't overestimate the pause between oven and bye. Oh my god, did I actually leave the oven on? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye. <laughs> yeah, it's a, good, it's a classic. It's a classic for a reason. It's a variation on I have to return videotapes, but you know, <laughs> less believable in this day and age. Build on what you know. Yeah, this yeah, is good. yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, we're moving on to our second topic, and this week's topic is brought to you by the lovely and talented Teresa Alden. Yeah, what's yes. been on your mind, Teresa? I wanted to ask you, particularly Evan, because Andrew lives with me and already knows this. What? Yep, yep. And probably does some, some practice of this himself. Uh, have you ever heard of something called bullet journaling? I've heard of bullet points. I haven't heard of bullet journaling. Bullet train? <laughs> but you've, you've piqued my interest. <clears throat> so I thought you might know it, or if you didn't know it, grow to love it because you're into list making, organization, and all of self-care and all of the above. <laughs> um, but I recently discovered this and I think it's kind of like a cult of like to-do list type A type people. Uh, is, that your bull- is that your bullet journal right there? <clears throat> this is my bullet journal right here in front of me, which has my podcast notes, uh, which is a collection page. Which uh, you gotta look up. You gotta look up bullet journaling online because sure. it's a whole thing. There's like all these different ways to do it and all these different things. And there's YouTube videos, and the creator of it actually, I forget his name, but he does have some YouTube videos that like tells you how to like do the most basic, basic, okay. and how to get started with John it. John Jacob <laughs> So what what makes it different? The thing that makes it different and cool is that it's just like a blank notebook. It is not like a planner or something like you buy and like it's all set up. Word. The bullet journal like company has like notebooks that you can buy, but it basically just sets you up with like the basics of like an index at the okay. beginning and like um, an some other some other things. So we're indexing now. We're indexing because the oh, look whole at that. Look at that calendar day. Yeah. This is a audio only podcast, so people cannot see my bullet journal, but I've got I've got it out in front of me and I'm flipping pages. So it, do they like you got to be artistic because that's the one you thing don't. that intimidates me. I'm seeing is you we got some artistic shit happening over here. This is my attempt at being kind of artistic. You use a stuff if you, don't you? Yeah. If you go on Instagram and you search like bullet journal or buju hashtag buju which is like the thing thing. just don't even look at it because you'll just feel inferior and like terrible and just don't people go crazy they go crazy it's like all these illustrated doodled buju i bought stencils so that i don't have to spend a lot of time being creative yo this but i can sweet yeah so essentially the concept behind it is 
you find what works for you. Like there's all these things online where you can like figure out like, this is how I set it up, this is how I do it. But essentially you find what works for you in terms of productivity. And then like there's a journaling aspect if you even want to do that, but it's like a combo to-do list journal where you like write a few key things about your day, hence bullet points. Right, right. Um, But yeah, so it's supposed to like help you be productive, but also like give you a chance to like reflect reflect on the day. For sure. And then you have like a record too of like your life. You got these charts on there that with like one, two, three, four, five, what's happening? Because these charts intrigue me. Yeah. So this is my favorite version that I found. I didn't find this. I started doing this in December. And you've refined it. I've refined it. And in January, I found an article. I don't remember who did it. But she essentially breaks down her journal by month, week, and then day. So you start with your month and you write down all of your tasks and then you assign them to the number of weeks in the month. So like week one, two, so three, four, five. being like, give me like big picture tasks. A couple. Give me a couple I'm, that you It have. can be small. I do it in two different ways. I do my focused and then I do my task. And the focus are like, here's the main things I want to make sure I get done this month. Like right. I want to do my physical therapy regularly. Or the physical therapy. And... A work one is like learn how to write creative briefs better. Okay. So some of these are like big goals. These are so not like mundane day-to-day tasks necessarily. That's my focus like, section. Okay. But then the actual task stuff is mundane. Like call vet, pay water bill. Why do we need to call the vet? Um, because he needs to go for his six-month check for his Lyme disease. Oh. So and I didn't want to forget. So, I mean, this is like this is like basic one Goal setting 101, you set a big, blurry, big picture goal, and then you break it down to the steps needed to accomplish it. Mm-hmm. But you're also incorporating, of course, things not related to your big picture goals, like things yeah. that just happen in life. Yeah, so like but related... this is still big picture. This is the month. Yep. And related to a big picture goal would be like research creative briefs. That would be like a small Word. task. That okay. would be like learn more about creative briefs. Um and then you assign it to like the week. So you kind of th- have to think about things holistically and it helps you plan your weeks better so that you're not cramming too much in one week. And then you go to your week tasks. The stencils look so good. Oh, they look you. great, yeah. Um, and then, the, and I use some stickers too. Shout out to stickers. It's February's dinosaur month. Yeah, I see, I see the llamas too. <laughs> that was January and okay, other okay. animals. Um, and your week you list your tasks and then you assign them days of the week. So you've got a little column Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you put little dots accordingly. See, the reason that I really like that is like, I've just begun to, I'm a bit, you guys know I'm a list maker. I've always got a list on me. I've always got different. List maker, heartbreaker. List maker, heartbreaker, <laughs> uh, gun breaker. I don't know. Gun taker, uh, whatever. Gun taker. Um, <laughs> Honestly, gun facilitator. Gun facilitator. But I think that's um, a negative. That's no, not. but I love a list. And like, I also am, everyone's busy, but I am also very busy. Sounds and I have good. a lot of different things going on. Um, and I struggle to fit them in my schedule. And a lot mm-hmm. of times with the to-do list, what happens to me is like, you know, you, you, you cherry pick the things first, right? Like the things mm-hmm. that are easy or that are less intimidating, you do first. 
I love the like picking a day and this is already something that I've been working on is like rather than just say this I got to get not even this week but I got to get this done it's okay Tuesday I'm doing x y and z Thursday I'm already telling you I am calling the Wi-Fi company on Thursday. It's yes. decided. It keeps I'm you not from just calling the Wi-Fi company because it's on my to-do list. I'm doing it at some point because it will always be the last item on my to-do list because I hate fucking calling the Wi-Fi company. Do you do it? Yeah. But I'm putting you- it on Thursday. I'm calling the Wi-Fi company on Thursday. That's what I love the most about this because like things always slide. And if you decide ahead of time the day... Maybe you have to push the day, but if you know that pushing the day will have to cause you to put a little red line across your to-do <laughs> list and say, like, actually, I did this the next day, like, that's enough for me to dissuade me from little tasks. And, well, the other thing I like about bullet journaling is it's a little bit more grace. It gives yourself a little bit more grace when okay. you don't do things on the day that you say you're going to do them. Because instead of like a red line, I didn't do this. It's if you know you're going to do it the next, you need to carry it over to a next day. It's like a little arrow like kind of sign. Okay. And it, and this applies more to the monthly. If you decide it's not actually important and you do not need to carry it on to the next month or the next week or whatever, it, it leaves your life. You're like, I didn't need to do that. It's okay. gone. Wait, but so if I've you d- decide it is important, you got to put a little area or arrow and then you need to carry it over to like the next so, month. So I'm seeing February and you just have bullets, but I did peep when you were in January that you had different symbols. I didn't even think about that until now. So you go back yeah. on your task list. You're going back and you're like putting codes on them at, thereafter. Like, actually, I pushed that to a couple of days later. Actually, I got that done. Actually, I decided that didn't need to get done. Yeah, like, and I do it even in the weeks. Like, if I assign something to Wednesday, Tuesday, and I, like, didn't do it, and then I'll sometimes put an arrow to, like, make a dot on Wednesday, and it makes me feel better because it's, like, you don't have to get everything done every day just because you put it on your list, and it doesn't mean you're a failure if you didn't get it done. Like, you can push it to the next day, and that's why I like also the focus. I do a focus for each week, because the focus are the things that I absolutely need to get done. And if nothing else gets done that week but the focus bullets, everything is okay and I can rest easy. <laughs> okay, so here's the question I got, Teresa, is um, many of us in the world, probably most people say that they're busy. Everyone thinks they're busy and everyone has a different idea of busy, right? Um for the busy person, and I also believe most people when they say they're busy. I think most mm-hmm. of us are busy. Um, for the objective. for the person who says that they're busy, do you feel like this, like is is this worth it? Like the person who's like, I'm too busy to be writing my focuses at the beginning of the week. Like, why do you like this? Because I know you are an incredibly busy person. You got your hands in twelve different things at any given moment. It's like, why do you make the time for this? That's a good question, because the reason why I started looking into bullet journaling and like starting to do it myself was because I was feeling incredibly burned out by work in particular, but also like a lot of the side things we have going on in our lives. And I was just feeling very overwhelmed, like I couldn't get anything done. Each day was like frantic. I was feeling bad about myself, like when I wouldn't get things done, I was like 
feeling bad about rushing from one thing to another. So I started learning about this because it felt like a way to organize time, but in a more thought out manner, like in a way that gives you a little bit of a healthier balance between like work and life, because I felt like I was able to identify my priorities a little bit better in this method and, um, you know, like be okay with the things that don't get done on my to-do list and not like freak out about it because I tend to be like a perfectionist. Yeah. And I, I feel like it sounds like it's a lot, but like me looking at your journal, like there's not a lot of writing on there on each page, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's not cluttered. So it sounds like a lot of work, but people, people who listen to this should definitely go and look up yeah. bullet journaling, which I'd never heard of before, but I just feel like the way that it actually looks, looks very intuitive and easy. And it's definitely something I feel like I'm going to try out. Um, it's cool. Andrew, and you can... you try it too? Because you, you're very... I'm, I'm going to say it. You are a hater. You, you, <laughs> if it's something that you don't like you or that is very foreign to you, a lot of the time you're going to tell me all the reasons that you don't like it. If you feel like it's too pop culture, especially that everyone likes it just to like it, <laughs> you're going to be the first person to hate it. What um, sold you on it? Usually so, on a foul. Or cult oh. classics too. You hate a cult, a thing that everyone else loves on, on some cult energy. Usually for a good reason. Often for a good reason. Um, that is... Clear to- Clear to me, and I don't understand. That what is clear to you, and maybe not to me. And uh, very well articulated and thought out, and uh, so, not arbitrary at all. So you are you a hater on this? Um, yeah, this is this. At first, I thought was a cult. Um, <laughs> just the idea of bullet journaling. If you look it up, there's all these woo woo piece of shit folk out there. Boo Jew, actually. Boo Jew. Boo Jew. Woo woo. Boo Jew. Woo woo. <laughs> um, and they're just like you know like. Yeah, I've like I I only thought about this for like forty hours this week about my bullet journal and like I've been like sketching, and like it's fine. You can get deep into you that. You can get hole. you can get way too deep into like, it's almost just like, are you creating to create? Are you creating to critique? Like which is the art, the finished product or the art of doing? And I feel like Buju got way too down the route. The Buju folk get way too down the rabbit hole of like I'm doing it for like the art. It's like. I don't have a good example right now that's not incendiary, but um, it's... <laughs> Go with it. It's, it's, you're doing it to increase your productivity. You're not doing it to say you did it. And it's like, yeah, fist bump, we did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hashtag boojoo. Word. Exactly. <laughs> so I feel like unless it helps you increase your productivity, then it's like, it's, it's bad. It's a waste of time. It's yeah. a waste of time. It's like anything else. If it doesn't work for you, like it doesn't matter if it works for somebody else. That shit is like it doesn't have to be cool to you. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. Yeah. Right. And I know you're an obsessive list maker. I am. And I know you're an obsessive list maker. I am. As am I. <laughs> and I have my own uh, system of. And interestingly, we're all obsessive list makers in very different ways. <laughs> yeah. However, I do see the, I, I, I think naming it the bullet journal, the bullet journal people are full of shit. Like they're like, I have five things I do every day and I'm going to meditate for 7.5 minutes. And it's like, so it's in my bullet journal. I'm going to thread it this way. No, fuck you. Like bullet journal is helpful as a, like a mode of operation, but like, like many great board games, the rules need to be modified. Okay. Well, um, that's why I like it. Because you can make up your own rules. Yeah, but there's like, you know, 
you know, Christianity is great on paper, but like, you know, there's a lot of like devouts in there that, that ruin it for, uh, you know, what would I'm guessing some of the people last, last point uh, before we close out, what would you change about Monopoly? <laughs> oh, that, uh, you can't, uh, you know, uh, profit share properties. That's real. Mm. That's real. That's Can I make real. an editor's note about yes. bullet journaling? I've been calling it Bujo, but it's Bujo, B U J O bullet journal. Because journal has an O in it. Yeah, yeah Bujo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I've never Martin like Bujo. actually said, said this out loud. Out loud. Yeah, just read it. Um, <laughs> it's real. No, but I think. It, I mean, I use a form of. It, if nothing else, it inspired me to like. I took the index for me. Is it a bullet journal? No. Did I watch any of the videos completely? No. But, like, <laughs> I found the people to be terrible and too new agey. Like, they're like, my life is just so complex. I had to sit at the beach for seven hours today. It's just like, bro, you live in Southern California. Grow up. Um, like, <laughs> you live nihilist. in Southern California, which makes you a child. <laughs> the nihilist um, version of If you've Bernal. seen Sun this month, you're a fucking baby. <laughs> exactly. You should just be happy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just go outside. Your life is not that bad. It's not negative 20 like the other half of the United States right, right which now. which brings us back to our quote of the day. Um, so, I walked outside no, and no, my no, glasses I, froze. I think it's good to write every day. I, I honestly do think it's good to write in a journal and daily habits are good as long as they're not heroin. And, like, I think that, uh, you know, I don't know what your list, make, your list making routine is, but mine is, like, I write a list on a, like, piece of paper that I can hold in my pocket every day and cross things off as they, as they go. Yeah, mine are water, like, I found the perfect thing and I carry them around. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at it, but that doesn't help you in the audio yeah. world. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, but it's nice to write longer form, have a bigger journal to do it. Um, yeah. And there's other things you can customize and it doesn't, it can be a little woo-woo, but not a lot woo-woo. Like, I have a habit tracker. You would like this. Love you cross it. off the things that you've done it. and it, coincides with my calendar oh i loved it and what it also coincides with is which this is woo woo but i actually really like it and andrew's adopted it too is there's a highlight of the day and you just write down that's one cool. thing that you made that's that cool. made you happy or something like that and, and you have it here and that's so ultimately right with stuff like this this is not a, a psychology this we're not Brene brown no. but <laughs> but like it's all it's just it's just about finding the things that work for you right like every there's a billion ideas at this point when we're in an internet age every every ideas are cheap as shit (laughs) thank you yeah ideas are cheap but like what works for you Mm -hmm. like the the stencils probably not gonna work for me i have sloppy handwriting so i'm gonna make a really pretty stencil up top and then the rest of it's gonna look sloppy so why did i waste time with a stencil it's okay for me (laughs) but like scientifically it's proven that if you express gratitude every single day for something positive you're going to be a happier person that's scientifically proven every so day. like writing the writing a highlight proven of the, day, the way the climate changes okay right <laughs> writing writing a highlight of the day is a good thing mm-hmm. like these so it's what are the pieces that you could take from a tool like this that make you happier like i think that's dope yeah and i think i would definitely look into it and try to find the pieces that work for me 
Um, and Andrew's going to find the piece that he hates and he'll be vocal about them. And I'm, <laughs> su- I'm surprised you even adopted it in general because Pelican I was Nexus. like... Andrew will find the pieces he hates, he'll adopt them and then yep. he won't tell anyone and he'll find the pieces... Or he'll tell everyone about the pieces he hates and he'll be extremely quiet about the pieces he loves and yep. we'll keep it Listen, every day we're fighting, we're fighting a losing battle against nihilism. <laughs> I'm right there on the front line, baby. So, uh, so bringing us to a close, <clears throat> I have asked you to, as is going to be our new customary thing. It's our new tradition, a new tradition. Um, <clears throat> Shout out, new edition, new edition, new tradition. Fresh tradition. Um, uh, we will. If you are not following us on Instagram, we are Obscure Broadcasting Co. And this week, we are going to do a mid-journey prompt. So, Evan, what is your mid-journey prompt of the week? And if you want to see what Evan's look like, follow Obscure Broadcasting to see what it looks like. So, I want to know what it looks like of the the zombies from The Last of Us eating mushroom soup. Okay. <laughs> Topical. I need to look at my index because I lost my page. The TV show or the, or the video game? Uh, I guess the TV show because I haven't played the, the video game. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Teresa, uh, your, your bullet journal is letting you down. Okay. No, I just looked at the index to find my page with my notes. It is not letting me down. Mm. Mine mm. is a banana dog in the style of Peanuts comic. Okay. <laughs> well, if you want to see... Oh, and I guess I do one. And yeah. a banana dog is our dog Zivon's favorite toy. It's a banana with legs and a head like a dog. A banana a dog. banana duck. Though he's been fancying his kiwi ball recently. Yes. Um, he I'm likes gonna, the fruit. I will put the last bullet journal ever as my... Last bullet journal. <laughs> what? As my prompt. It's going to be a violent prompt. In Damn. the style of Carvaggio. <laughs> okay. Or Carvaggio, I guess. Anyway, so this has been Small Brains Beard Picks. Well, we, is this the end of season three and the premiere? We don't know. Yeah, it's both. <laughs> well, we're back to it. Um, Play the music. Welcome. Uh, we're glad to be here. Happy to be in the living room talking in front of mics. We bullshit regardless, so we'll record some of it. Why the fuck not? <laughs> Recycle, reuse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm Andrew. Tune in for next episode. <laughs> yep. Who are you? Oh, I'm Teresa. And I'm Evan. Nos vemos. Adios. See y'all next episode. We'll work this out. I forgot our outro music's really short. So here we go.